Okay, maintenance.
Good morning. I know we can do better than that. Good morning. Oh, how blessed we are to be in church this Sunday morning. There are people who wish that they could be in somebody's church this morning. Even those of you that are worshiping with us by way of live streaming, if you know your name, if you can breathe, you still have a lot to be thankful for. We have an omnipotent and an omnipresent God. He's everywhere. But right here in this sanctuary, we thank God that he has blessed us to be here on this, the fourth Sunday, the final Sunday of Black History Month, where we just look back and reflect on all of the many blessings that the Lord has given us. We do thank him for a Marcus Garvey. We thank him for a Martin King. We thank him for a Mega Evers. But best of all, we thank him for a Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. And we're going to praise him this morning. We're going to praise him in spirit as well as truth. For the Lord has been good to us. Somebody been sick, but you well this morning. Somebody was in an accident, but the Lord blessed you to come out of it. Somebody had a loved one you didn't think was going to make it, but they made it. And for that, we are grateful. Let us pray. Lord God, we thank you now. Lord, we thank you for blessing us to see this fourth Sunday in February. Lord God, we ask now that you would bless those that are sick and shut in. Have mercy on those that are in the nursing homes as well as the rehabilitation centers. Father, we ask that you would bless them as well. And Lord God, we ask that everything we do here this morning, that you will bless it, that you will sanctify it, so that it will give praise and honor to your holy and righteous name. And Lord God, there is nothing we will try to take credit for, but we will give you all of the praise, all of the glory, and all of the credit for everything that you do within us and through us. And we ask that you will do all of these things in the precious and matchless name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, and all of the people of God said amen. 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 amen, amen, amen. The youth for Christ are coming. All right, I want y'all to put y'all hands together out there and give God some glory. Come on, put your hands together. You can do better than that, put your hands together. We are gonna give God glory in this place. We got our young people coming right now before you. And y'all remember David, David danced so hard that he danced out his clothes. Now we ain't gonna dance out our clothes this morning. But we are going to dance. Y'all going to praise him with us? Come on, put your hands together one more time.
out by selecting friends of Nate Ruffing, or you can add your, your donation to the offertory envelope and just indicate that it's for friends of Nate Ruffing. Now we will have a representative from the youth department, Sister Shantae Donaldson, to bring emphasis. Good morning, Kay Chapel. Okay, you remember on last Sunday, Pastor Buckley gave us a hint that all, that all youth between the ages of 10 through 18 for them to be present on today. So I stand before you this morning to relieve you of all your suspense. Will all youth between the ages of 10 through 18, your parents and youth leaders, Please stand. Okay, I need you to listen in now. Deuteronomy 31 and 3 says, The Lord himself will go before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you or forget you. Don't be afraid and don't worry. We, the youth department, will be standing on this promise and trust that God will go before us and with us. As this generation would say, we outside. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> with great excitement, I am very pleased to announce that our youth will return to the National Baptist Convention of Christian Education in Louisville, Kentucky. We have also received word that the youth from Cade Chapel has been missed. Cade, if you don't know, one of the morning highlights during the convention is the arrival of Cade Chapel's youth department. It is truly an overwhelming experience to hear all the compliments from others regarding our youth here at Cade Chapel, because we have the house lit up. Yes. Now that you know what you, now that you know, you need to know the how and the when. After service, after service, again, after service, <laughs> the committee will, be, will set, be set up in the fellowship hall with the interest forms. So parents, please, please stop by. Come and sign your child and or children up if you're interested in them traveling with us this year to the, um, to the convention. So Cade family, we ask that you pray and praise God with us for a safe travel and successful convention this year. Thank you. Good morning, Katie Chapel. Good morning. You know, the Lord has so many ways of blessing us. Even through our children today, our youth for Christ, he's blessing us through them today. I say that to say right now, we got the opportunity right now to bless the Lord. Because it's tithes and offer time. 
It's time now to bless the Lord through our giving. We do understand that fully worshiping God does include our offering, which are given primarily for three reasons. First, to demonstrate our obedience to God's word. Amen. Second, we give as a sign of giving thanks to God for blessing us, providing for all our needs. And thirdly, the reason why we give is simply because we desire to see the kingdom of God grow through the missions and ministries that occur here, through our city, our state, our nation, and even around the world through K-Chapel. Now, there are multiple ways in which you can give. You can give by use of the traditional method, the envelope system. You can mail it in or you can drop it off by the office. Or you can also use the K-Chapel app. And those for you who are with us by live stream, you too can bless the Lord through your giving by utilizing the number that's on your stream. So how much you give, whichever way you decide to give, we do encourage you to do so without grudging or of necessity. For God loves a God bless you, us you may come now. Praise the Lord as our young people are coming. And as you finish, conclude praising God and worshiping God through your giving, we want you to continue to worship and praise God by helping these young people. They are not in the streets. They right here in the church where they belong. And they're giving God their best, their best. So we want you to encourage them, encourage them as they give God glory through dance.
Good morning. I'm Youth Deacon Richard Terrell III, and happy Black History Month. How, I don't know about you, but I'm proud to be black. With that, being with that being said, let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this offering that is being received today, as it will be used to glorify you and uplift your kingdom. As we journey through the days ahead, we ask, Father, that you prepare our journeys, guide our footsteps, and the Holy Spirit watch over us. And on every path we follow, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, amen. Amen. All right, buddy. Good job. Amen. Amen. Good morning, Kate Chapel. You know, James, the fifth chapter, verse 16 says, Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. For those of you who don't know, praying for others is not only a blessing for us to do, but it is also a vital part of living the Christian life. One way we can strengthen our relationship with the Lord is by praying for one another. This morning, there are some that are in need of your prayers, and we ask that you would continue to pray for the Sylvester and the Red families who lost loved ones. And guess what? I have no reports of anyone lost this past week. There is a God. Amen. But now we have in the hospital, recovering in the hospital, brother Walter Cheatham, sister Cynthia Buchanan, sister Christy Wright-Jones, sister Gloria Greer, sister Jackie Summers, Sanders, Brother Aaron Thompson Sr., Sister Frankie Johnson, Sister Marilyn Langford, Brother Charles Hodge, Sister Polly Johnson Williamson, Sister Demetria Davenport, Sister Anita Shaw, Brother Levi McBride, Brother Al Levy, Sister Sharon Turner Davis, Sister Shirley Swims, Brother Al Buchanan, and Brother Sammy Henderson. We also we have also asking for your prayers, Mrs. Richard Banks and Sister Dorothy Jones. So as I always say, and you've heard it before, and you're going to hear it again this morning. Pray when you can, visit where you can, and each day do what? Amen. You got it.
Why aren't you following Jesus? You said that he is your shepherd. Sheep's normally father. They're shepherd. And this shepherd has said in time past that my sheep know my voice. They hear it and they will not follow another. If God be your shepherd, uh, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, be your shepherd, you ought to follow him. Give an honor to God first, as always. Give an honor to our pastor, Reverend Reginald M. Buckley, Pastor Emeritus, Reverend H.L. Buckley, to all the clergy, first ladies, and boards of deacons, that of trustees, ushers, and our choir, our music staff, and to all of my brethren and sisters in Christ, God is good. He has given us another chance to get a little closer to him. Now, if you will, turn to the book of Psalms number 46. Psalms number 46. You heard in your reading, read to you, verses 1 through 11. But I will do uh, a fresh of verses 1 and 10. Those are the verses that arrested my attention for today. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. You may be, may be seated. May God add blessing to the hearers and the doers of his holy and inspired word. If I can for just for a little while, if I can use for a subject, be still. And if you're wondering why, you remember the subject last week? Because God said it. That was the subject last week. And he says it this week, to be still. Sometimes I, I wonder if those of us who profess to be Christians are really on the same page. And what I mean by that is that when somebody else is going through something, Brother Pat, we often hear people say to them, all things work for the good of those that love the Lord. In a call, according to 
his purpose. And then at funerals, we hear that famous verse, Psalms 30 and 5, where it says that his anger is but for a moment. His favor is forever. Weeping will endure it for a night. But joy comes in the morning. It seems as if it's okay when somebody else is going through this. But uh, Deacon Thorne, when it's time to apply this to our daily life, Doesn't it work for us too? That that weeping and do it for a night? And uh, this message God is our refuge, God is our strength, a very present help in trouble. We ought to be able to apply this when we are going through things too. When uh, Death happens in the family. We get a bad report from the doctor. The same thing ought to be applied to our lives. That's when we ought to be still and know that God is able. For I know that God is able because when man was nothing, going nowhere, Doing nothing, nothing but dust. When God took man and molded him and, and shaped him and breathed in him, Deacon Bridgman, that's when he became a living soul. If God can take dust and make man, and then not only that, but God is so kind that he, he molded man into his own image. He didn't make him look like nothing else, but he did it in his own image. Therefore, will not we fear though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea? All kinds of things can be happen, happening around us. But we are to be still because it's the same God. The same God, when somebody else was going through something, in Hebrews 13 and 5, I believe, the same God that said, I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. It's the same God. And the same God that people tell people when they're going through their trials and, and going through their tribulation to look to the hills from which cometh thy help. Thy help comes from the Lord. Don't your help come from him too? Huh? Be still. Know that he's God. I read somewhere a little while back that everything's going to be tested by the fire. And uh, when you go through the fire, if you survive it, you're God's child. But everything that's not pure gold is going to burn in the fire. Though the waters therefore roar and the troubles 
Though the mountains shake with swelling thereof, there's a river stream where, where it shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. There ain't nothing but grace. That's the river with grace. That's the river with mercy. God's river. God is glad of that. That river that runs to and from. Just bringing his people to him. Just carrying his people to him. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. That's talking about this church. Other things may fall. But God's church is going to carry on. We may not be in our netters fist such as this one. We may have to do it from a tent. But God's word is going to carry on. Well, how you know, Joe Jr.? The reason why I know is because God said that he sends his word out. And it will not return back to him void. So if God says it's going to happen, it's going to happen. But, 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 but there is a little reminder here. When God gives us an assignment, it's for us to carry it out. But when God says that he's going to do something, then that's not for us to help him out. Well, let, 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 let me qualify this thing. I'm going to qualify. I'm going to go back to the father of faith. God had told Abraham and Sarah that uh, he was going to give them a child because they were childless. And uh, there was some doubt, although this is the father of faith, there was some, some doubt there. Qualified. Well, God told them that he would do it. And sure as he said he would do it, but God's going to do it in his time. Can I help somebody? I, I, I read in Galatians 4 and 4 that God did not send his only son, begotten son here until when? Until the fullness of time. And that's when God is going to do it in the fullness of time. In other words, in the time that he has set in place. Now, Abraham and Sarah had gotten a little old. And to be told that you're going to become new parents. Uh, I can't say I wouldn't have done the same thing. Sarah, I'm looking down at the motherboard. You finna get some bird. I don't know, God. You got, you got the right person, God? You sure you call the right name? God, I know you don't normally make no mistake, but uh, I'm past those childbearing years. And then I, I don't know about Abram running around trying to play stickball with that little boy two years old. But God is able. He's able to do it. Sarah and Abraham had gotten old, but here's the problem. We're trying to help God out. Is that God said he would give them a son. But Sarah told Abram to go in with the maidservant and propagate a child. But God had said, wait. 
I will give you that child that you should have. And I'm going to be honest, I didn't hear nowhere where Abraham bagged off. He went on in there and he got a child. I'm just saying it like it is. It's in the scripture. He didn't bag off. But when you're trying to help God, you create some problems. And this is what happened in that case when they got Ishmael. Now Ishmael, when he got old, he had to leave because they tried to help God. Again, when God tells us to do something, it's for us to do it and then let God do what he's going to do. I've tried for years and years and I've talked to people over and over and when I see this license car tag on the front of a car, I say, God is my co-pilot. We can't help God or co-pilot nothing. We can't make ourselves equal with God at no time. I'm going to qualify where everybody in here can understand it. Reverend Reginald M. Buckley is the pastor of this church. There is no co-pastor with him. He is the pastor. God always puts somebody in charge. And the best thing to do is follow the instruction on when God gives us. This thing created all kinds of problems. Not only when we fall out of line with God, when we walk out of the straight and narrow, we cause trouble for other folks too. A lot of times our own folks. But then there was Joshua. God had told Joshua, I believe chapter 1, verse 5, said, I will be with you just like I was with Moses. And Joshua followed the order of God. And when the time came for the walls of Jericho to be brought down, Moses followed, I mean, excuse me, Joshua followed the instruction. And when the time came, the walls came tumbling down. Now, it's not going to sound too good in English about what I'm about to say, but I want to do want to say this. I've looked from the north to the south. I've even looked from the east to the west. And I have not found that there's a way anyway. Ain't no way, no right way to do wrong. Ain't no right way to do wrong. You can try it all you want to, but there's no right way to do wrong. But then I notice sometimes when people are having trouble on their jobs or in other places, want to move up. There's nothing wrong with working to move up, to better yourselves, but we have to be patient and be still. Those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, according to Isaiah 40 and 31. And I heard 1 Peter, Peter writing in 1 Peter chapter 5, I believe. He said, he will exalt you. Chapter 5 and verse 6 and 7. He will exalt you in due season. When the time comes, you just do what you're supposed to do. And when the time comes, 
God will lift you up. God will pick you up. He will do it. All you got to do is cast your cares upon him. And he'll do it if it's for you. Because if God has got something for you, nobody can take it away. Paul writes in Romans 8 and 31. What shall we say to, the, to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? It does not matter if there's a whole army against you. But if God is for us, it does not matter who's against you. But, 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 but this is based on obedience. God sets a condition on it. You've often heard before, 2 Chronicles 7 and 14, if my people, which are called by my name, would just humble themselves, pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways. That's when I will hear from heaven, forgive them of their sins, and that's when I'll heal their land. That's a condition. In other words, we must be still and do what God says. In Romans 12, 19 and Hebrews 10, 30, God says that vengeance belongs to him. There's no use in trying to pay somebody back. God will take care of it. Be still and know that he's the Lord. He says, he, 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 he says in Exodus 23 and 4, if an enemy's ox or donkey goes astray, go get that ox or that donkey and take it back to him. You know why? Because Romans 12 and 20 say, you will heat coals upon his head. You'll burn his head up by doing nice. You know, it's, 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 it's easier to do right by mankind and follow God's word than it is to do something on your own. Just be still. God will take care of it if it needs taken care of. You know, I was listening to the children sing a little bit ago. And I heard the song saying, if I'm your shepherd, why aren't you following me? You know, I'm glad that I got the Lord for my shepherd. And I heard David saying just the other day, heard David saying that the Lord is my shepherd. And I, I heard him say that to I, I, I shall not want. Heard him say that uh, he making me lie down in green pastures. And I, he leaded me beside uh, the still waters. Not only that, but I he, he restored my soul. <laughs> and I, he leaded me in the path of righteousness. And he does it for his name's sake. And I, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, why will feel no evil? For the Lord is with me.
Thou will prepare the table before me. And our Deacon Thorn, he'll do it in the presence of my enemies. And uh, not only that, but uh, he'll anoint my head with oil, run my cup over. And then all I can say then is surely, surely, oh surely, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Be still. Be still. Be still. So when he calls, he can say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. You've been good over a few things. Come on up. I make you ruler over many. The door is open. Sometimes we want to get ahead of God. And when we do that, we cause a lot of problems. Be still and know that God is God. He'll take care of it. The door is open. The door is open. Don't wait until it's too late. Somebody said, you know, next Sunday, I'm going to get in me a church. But next Sunday never came from. I heard James in the fourth chapter saying, don't say what you're going to do tomorrow. You are to say if it's in God's will. You may have fulfilled the time that God has placed you here. And now it's time for your eyes to close. Your voice box not to make another sound. Your ears not to hear anything else. If you wait until that time, it can be too late. The doors open. And for those of you that are at home, watching us by live stream. The doors are open to you as well. There should be a number on the bottom of the screen that you may call. You can join as a candidate for baptism. Or you can come by Christian experience. And if there's someone here that needs to be prayed for, I want to stand in for someone else. We have ministers that will go in and pray with you. If you need prayer, they that wait upon the Lord. Yeah. 
Oh, yes, they will with wings like an eagle. I will wait, wait until my change comes. Oh, come. They that wait upon the Lord. Let us pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, we thank you for this day. We thank you for loving us so much that you allowed your son, only begotten son, to go to an old rugged cross and to die for our many sins. Gave his blood for us that we may have a right to life and not only that dear Lord but that we can have life more abundantly and Lord we thank you for that on the night that Jesus was betrayed to take the bread and he breaks it this is my body that was broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me.
like he take, taking the cup and said, this is the blood of the New Testament. As often as you do it, do it in remembrance of me. They sang a song.